And And digs a hole so deep that he just has no choice but to keep digging and maybe eventually he'll get to China because climbing out of that (laughs) hole is impossible. The only choice is to go to China. (laughs) Welcome back to the State of the Ark podcast. My name is Mike. My name's Kason. We're joined once again by Sam. How's it going? Going all right. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here to hopefully finish up our discussion on Spec Ops The Line. We'll, we'll see how far we can get. But yeah. um, we, we decided to pick up again at the scene where Agent Gold is being, uh, he's been captured and they're threatening to kill him and they're trying to get information from him about, um, well, let's see. I'm trying to remember now. The, do they ask him? About, that doesn't make sense. They would ask him about Conrad because he's CIA. What were they asking him about? What were they trying to get him to I, mean, I actually I think don't they were remember just trying to get more information about the whole thing because they're still kind of in the dark at this point. Right. <laughs> I think yeah. they're just trying maybe... to get someone who knows what's going on to tell them what's to been going on. Explain it. Hmm. Yeah. Our team wants to talk to Gold because Gold can help explain what is happening here. Why is the 33rd fighting us? Why are you fighting them? What right. isn't happening? You, the CIA, well, the insurgents were trying to kill us and that one CIA agent at the beginning was hostile towards us, but yeah. it's like, it seems to be our best bet that we ally with them at this point. It does because we are already, we are already doing, it, it's so funny because I had these thoughts too. I'm like, hmm, maybe the CIA is doing good stuff because the CIA is doing what we're already doing. So if we just like <laughs> ally with them, then it's like, oh, we're just accomplishing the CIA's mission. And it's, you know, still American government. So it's like, it's that's pretty, that's good, right? <laughs> um, and the CIA just happens to be doing what we were doing anyways. Now it gives us justification that, oh, it was good that yeah. we were killing all these 33rd people because mm. we're on the CIA's side, you know? And it's like, yeah. it, it, it's a way to help you kind of justify. And it's obvious that they would pick their, and it's like, oh, CIA, Hey, let's let's join with them, right? Let's yeah. join with those they guys. Know the, what's going you know, on. yeah, and yeah, they're they're you know they're great. In hindsight, I guess maybe maybe the CIA is doing good stuff was maybe the point where that line of thought should have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, point. but but when you're thinking when you're when you've already killed a bunch of people and you realize yeah. that the CIA happens to be kind of on your side, yeah, you know, just just, and, just you know join that, up with them. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the military in a situation like that, I feel like it's a logical enough decision. Yeah. Decision. <laughs> yes. To make, yeah. Because there's that the James Bond movies. There's always that CIA guy. I can't remember his name. Though. Yeah. Um, what's his name? But he's and and it's always yeah. like, oh, he's a friend. You, you can you guys can team up. You know, you're doing kind the of guy, the guy stuff. who plays uh, Gordon in the new Batman movie. What's his name? Um, I can't remember. Is it Felix or I can't Felix? Remember that's is what Felix. Is. That's okay. Yeah. In, in the Bond films. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. You, you, this is another one of these choices you get where Lugo wants to take out the guys who are threatening gold and save him so that we can find out what's going on here. Yes. And Adams, the way that they tried to catch gold, I think they had a CIA agent who, and they were broadcasting. He, he was like dead. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was hanging yeah. upside down and they yeah. were like baiting CIA guys to come in and rescue. Yes, right. And it was a dude who had long since died. He did, yeah, that's right. He had been dead for a long time. Yeah, that and, was, and they, that was very like creepy. Thing in his mouth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. yeah the the horror vibes start really coming out at this point yeah, because sure. yeah, there are, you could really make an argument that this is a horror game more than a military game, but we'll get to that. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. this is the point where it starts feeling like it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so Adams, no guys. Adams wants to, cause some civilians, they were threatening civilians first to try to get gold to talk. I think they actually killed oh, one of them. Oh, there's a woman but, that they were like shooting the ground in front yeah, of him. Yeah, and then it's right. like, well, he's not going to talk to us. This is not actually working. He, he just doesn't care about the civilians, so he'll just take <laughs> them over there and we'll like threaten yeah. him instead. 
Um, but Adams wants to say, okay, let's sneak around and go save them. Wait, so was that the 33rd that killed the civilian? Yes. What is this? Is, yeah, okay. All right, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Uh, anyway, the whole situation is jacked. But <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, there's two ways to kind of play this out. Well, actually, I guess there's three. So you could sit there and do nothing and just watch, and eventually, like, the the interrogator just gets frustrated and just, like, like strangles gold to death. And then they see you, and then they start the firefight. Okay. Or you can signal Lugo to take him out, and you, you shoot the soldiers, and then, uh, you know, Gold tries to kind of crawl away, and you get into a big firefight, and then you find out at the end of that scene he's dead anyways. He kind of dies anyways, yeah. yeah. and it's like crap, He dies either like, way, yes. Yeah, so he, he dies no matter what. The third way to do this is to sneak around, wait for them to kill Gold, and then go away. And then you, you put on some silencers and you go like take out the guards over by the civilians and you do save them and they run away. Mm, and then yeah. you don't have that big firefight. It's like the one time in the game where you actually do save somebody. Hey, <laughs> it like not counters, right? So you kill the 100, <laughs> but you save 20, so then it's like 80, you know. Yep. Do, we do the we really do yeah. have this recurring theme and it's why I thought that the stuff you were saying about choices in, last time was interesting because like, if the goal was to have choices that dynamically change how things turn out, then no, not really. Not really. Yeah, it doesn't no, really yeah, do it. it depends pretty on much, yeah. But pretty much all of the choices in this game are presented in such a way that there are usually uh, like diegetic choices that you're not aware of, right? Like the, hmm. you have in this case the button prompt of like Adams or Lugo or whatever, but there are also things you can do that change how things go in little ways you know like who you shoot first where when stuff like that and this isn't the best yeah. example of it that's when uh we get to the two people strung up thing in a bit but like you have oh, these yeah. scenarios where you're not necessarily aware that you're being given a choice but also yes. the choice only affects so much which is important mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. We'll get to the white phosphorus thing eventually, but like there are points in this where if you could choose not to do it, it would completely undermine the point. Like yes. that you right. have to be pushing forward regardless of the negative consequences for what this game is trying to say to actually get across. Right, yeah. and and this goes back to that quote that I loved that we read uh, in the first episode, which was that's that's life sometimes. Like yeah, yeah. sometimes life doesn't, you know, give you this yep. perfect choice where you can affect the outcome. It's like almost no matter what you do, the outcome is going to be the outcome. That's that life is like that all the time. Life yeah. is, I, I would say for military people too, that's also combat, right? It's just, it's not like your training. Yeah. You know, it's not like stuff happens and stuff goes wrong and you've got to like figure it out and yeah. hope that you did the right thing later on. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you do now the, the target CIA agent you're after is Riggs. He's the other guy who was working with gold and whatever their plan was you still don't understand so that's kind of like the next guy yeah, but we get like a out. map from gold or something like that. yeah 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 there's there's yeah. uh it's something like go through a gate yeah, yeah. a, a, a yeah. map nearby and it's like oh what's the point of that he's like oh gold felt it was worth dying for that, that's so a, that's we're a on big gold's so team. what or so, whatever yeah. right? another um, one of those like incremental like you know as far as we know, the main goal is still just like, I don't know, to get to Conrad or something, but like, yes. here, here's a map. For Walker. So we're doing something different, I guess. Yes. Let's right. follow it. And the, yeah. these assumptions, right? We come across these different yes. things yeah. happening and we just act based on an assumption of what's happening without actually knowing any, having this any details. This is huge to me. It's huge. And it's one of my favorite parts yeah. uh, about the game is yeah. it sets it up 
to where every choice that Walker makes is based on an assumption, like yeah. a total, like um, he's he's just supposing and, and is convinced that he's right about it yep. and is yeah. almost in every case totally wrong about yeah. it. And, and another, digs a hole so deep that he just has no choice but to keep digging and maybe eventually he'll get to China because climbing out of that <laughs> hole is impossible. The only yeah. choice is to go to China. Yeah. <laughs> it's another parallel to Bioshock too, right? Like you have, because that was the whole, like the most powerful conceit of that game that like you're going through, you're following instructions because that's what you're supposed to do. You don't notice all the would you kind right. things. You don't notice, yeah, yeah, all, you yeah. know, yeah. until eventually it's like, hey, you should have thought a little harder about that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not, not, not that, that, the, not that the game would, yeah, let you do right. anything. Yeah, but, but, yeah but, that's you know, true. It, it assumes that you're not paying enough attention to notice it, and then it calls you out on that. Which, See, you, know, you yes. just Same assume, oh, I'm playing a game, and a person's telling me what to do. I just do that. It's the thing yeah. I'm supposed to do, right? Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. Walker's By the way, logic as much as it is ours playing it. Like just Sure. I'm There's going also, forward. That's what I'm supposed to do. It'll turn out. <laughs> yes. And and so like we can kind of point these out. It's like his assumption was that, well, American soldiers are being butchered. We have to save them. So this is the correct choice because mm. these American soldiers are here, you know, trapped or whatever it is. And we got to rescue them. No, they're here by choice. They're the ones creating the chaos to begin with. So you All made right. that choice without having any proper context for what's actually going on. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love this because, at least in my observation of the, the state of our public discourse <laughs> and the ways <laughs> in which we try to communicate what we think is right and wrong, I feel like I see that constantly, where people are assuming... That yes. they know what's going on, really, right? For sure, and that For these people sure. are talking to don't. Yes. and it, what? What? Yes. <laughs> for, for somebody well. who like me, who really, really tries hard not to make judgments or decisions until I know everything, which is in and of itself kind of a bad thing, because you'd because never know you're everything. Just, you're first just of kind all. of you just kind of get stuck. Yeah, not making any and choices inaction is a choice as sure well. it yeah. is so i'm not trying to say like that's a good thing either right you're not putting yourself on high ground no yeah, yeah. but what i'm saying is is that because this is the way i tend to think mm. it, it it seems it seems like i see so easily the fallacies and the I justifications see, yeah. people make in coming yeah. to the conclusions that they do. And it's so easy. Well, what about this? You're not considering this or this. And nobody yeah. was there to do that for Walker. I mean, Lugo <laughs> yep. and Adams did somewhat. They tried, but, but they're subservient. Yes. Walker yeah. was the leader and you, you follow the leader. He's their commander. He's yeah. Their, yeah. So they have to do what he says. Yep. They got to follow his orders. But there's Walker doesn't even for a second at any point go yeah. what if the way i'm viewing this is not actually what's happening right and he just makes decisions based on assumptions the whole time so it starts there and then uh even even like with the white phosphorus is like the biggest one yeah, like, oh, yeah. but but they see those 33rd soldiers, when you first come into conflict with them, that, that, that some civilians are running away from them. And so the assumption is, oh, they're chasing and killing them. Yep. I yeah. have to stop that. Yeah. When in actuality, they were trying to <laughs> help them, right? Yep. 
this is this is the whole problem with coming into a situation and thinking that you yeah. can fix it in five you seconds of looking, do, being like, if oh, I, I was know. in charge, yeah, yeah. I would do this and this and this, and it would solve the problems. Yeah. And almost none of us <laughs> who are who are watching these things online or seeing reports about world events actually know what is happening at all. <laughs> right. Well, but but here's the trouble, though. Well, you live in a democracy. Yeah. Yes. Voting day is a day, and <laughs> you don't know what's happening, and no one's telling you. Everyone's telling well, everyone's you what's telling not happening. You what no they one's telling want you to know to yes, yes, yes. sway your vote. But. but but everyone could not vote, right? Uh, that's not likely. That's one, not, one person's going to vote. That's what I try right? to say. That's and not so, the answer. Either. So when I say you have to vote, I don't mean like legally. I just mean you you. We have a um, a system where we elect the people, but we are uninformed, completely uninformed. Um, that's a problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> we don't know. We have to make this and huge decision I think with like almost zero, sometimes negative information. <laughs> I, and I want to clarify, this is a generalization I'm making. In a general sense, I believe that this is true. Now, there are going to be instances where on certain, um, you know, topics or whatever, yeah. you are more informed or something like that. But the, but the point is you can't <laughs> yeah. be informed on everything. No, not even And close. even on yeah. things you're in, really informed on, this is like where a lot of conspiracy theories, you know, that, why I think they're so challenging yeah. is because for me, who knows nothing about, I am by, I'm a total layman when yeah. it comes to this topic. Somebody who apparent, seems to have done a lot of research and knows a lot more than me is telling me, see, look at my interpretation of this thing. This is the only way that this could, this, this must mean <laughs> this because look at uh, exhibit A, B, C, and D of evidence. And I go, well, sometimes they're right. I guess sometimes so. Like yeah, yeah. I, but but then you hear one piece of context from somewhere else that comes in and goes, "Oh, that's normal because this, this, and this," right. and it just changes your whole view on that. Right. right. That happens to me all the time with my mom. So often she'll just tell me. <laughs> because so, she's pretty like far into like right-wing misinformation circles she doesn't know it but she is yeah and so so often she'll tell me like oh this happened and then i'll look it up like not even that hard just like look it up and be like no like this happened and then something that almost kind of sounds like what you said happened for this totally reasonable reason but yes. no like <laughs> you know yeah but, and, and and i feel like that's what happens a lot is we are informed by people who, uh, this is totally off topic. I should probably stop going <laughs> quite down this rabbit hole. But well, I, can, the real, I can bring it back to spec up when you're ready. <laughs> the I, I know, gist I of what I'm getting at is that it's very easy, and I think we've talked about this in the past. We are stuck. We are trapped. We are imprisoned in our own mind, in our own perspective. And that is reality, Right. The way that we see it and understand it, the, the, the limits to which we understand something is the reality. So it is so easy to come upon a topic or a situation or an event, observe it momentarily and think, I understand what's going on here. Yeah. Start making judgments. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's what should happen. Now I'm going to Monday night quarterback this and like tell everybody what they should have done. Yeah. yeah. And y you got to really be careful about that. And, and I think that this is what this game is really pointing to. Like it very you, much is. Yeah. You, you could have the best of intentions in doing what you're doing and just be totally reading the situation wrong yes. because you were too hasty. And the whole point of their mission was to gather intelligence 
not to act. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point. That's a good point. They, they, they were, they were there. Recon. They were there to help the people over here who don't know what's happening yeah. make a better decision right. about how to handle it. And instead of taking what they knew back, they just try to act. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I see one person, therefore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The conspiracy, because you brought up conspiracy theories before, and that's a good parallel, because, like, those happen because people have a conviction, like some belief that they will not allow to be shaken. And then when reality doesn't line up with it, they figure out, oh, well, it could still be true as long as this and this and this and this. And that's, yes. I, I mean, you know, like flat earth, all of that, like it's, or, or uh, like the election denial for the 2020 or, or election. Moon, it's all moon like, landing fake, yeah, fake like, or whatever it is. Yeah. They're assuming, well, this cannot be true. And so I'm going to come up with whatever ways I need to, to make it still be capable of making sense. And that's yes. very much what's happening in, in here with, uh, with Walker with all with all of this just you know we, he has these assumptions he's acting on them and in the areas where right. he doesn't know it he's filling in the blanks based on those assumptions instead of challenging the assumptions themselves well yes. and here's the biggest assumption he's making i am a good guy yes right yeah that's or, the assumption he's making yep. joseph Con- or i'm doing Je- the right john thing Con- john conrad or joseph conrad what's his name uh, uh just john conrad. joseph conrad's joseph the conrad author wrote, yeah john conrad's the character <laughs> yeah yes. with a k he is a good man Yes, right. he's or a good man. Yeah, all yeah. of these other things. Well, yeah. I think his biggest one is that I am, I am yeah. good. I think that's yes. his biggest one, and therefore, if I go, if I stop now, I'm bad yeah. because yes. I did bad things. But if I keep going, there's this one percent chance that I might be right. Yeah, and that's worth it to not feel bad and not sleep yeah. when I go home. It's worth it for me to take that one percent chance, even though I've got to do all sorts of mental gymnastics to make that possibility happen. That's my only hope. Yeah, because I'm good, and there's no way that I'm going to go home not being good. I'm yeah. going to. And anyways, uh, the assumption yeah. that you are good. This is part of what Joseph Conrad is challenging in the heart of darkness, which is mm-hmm. that everybody has this darkness in them, but doesn't want to admit it. And this yeah. is Walker, classic Walker, being like, "I don't have a shadow." Yeah. Right. This yeah. is Walker being like, "I there there's no no heart of darkness here. I am I am good." And so yeah. we and have to building. act as though yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, just that. Uh, uh, it's worth noting too that in addition to being his biggest assumption, to that assumption being his biggest downfall, it's also the main connecting point between him and the player, between like yes. the, uh, the text of the game, so to speak, and its meta commentary is that like that is the same assumption we are making. We are coming into this yes. assuming yeah, yeah. that we're the good guys, we're going to do what the game tells us, and it's going to be heroic. And, you know, yeah. like that that's. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying not to say too much because eventually we're going to end up talking about like the criticisms that exist in this game and why I disagree with them. So I don't want to sure. jump too far into that. But yeah, it, it, that <laughs> okay. assumption is the main thing, I think, that it's criticizing in its players. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say just there, and I, I just lost it because I, I got distracted by the chat here real quick. But <laughs> chat, um, chat, chat, chat. Okay, it was about, <laughs> we're talking about assumptions. We're talking about... Uh, well, then, the, then we're at the point we're at I'm right now in the person. game which is the assumption that uh, the CIA are here for a purpose that is to help or something like that. <laughs> yeah. right? They're not, so Gulf, I'm they're not go, Gulf of Tonkining this. <laughs> I'm going to go with a, with Riggs' yeah. plan, which is yeah. w- really, really nefarious. I mean, like, as yep. nefarious as it gets. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, there's that assumption. It's just assumption after assumption after assumption. 
and just take, yep, taking no, no. no time to stop even after all of these assumptions have been wrong. Yeah. And to go, wait a second, every time I have assumed I've been wrong, maybe this time I should stop <laughs> and just observe for a minute or just slow down. Not even, I'm not even going to go as far as to be like, do the right thing and turn around and go back. Let, let's just stop until you actually understand what's happening yeah. before you yeah. make another choice, right? Um, but it, this is what I was going to say. It, it's almost the human being's greatest strength and greatest weakness that it is so, such a strong pattern-seeking animal. It's definitely yeah, right? our biggest strength. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's what makes us as, as advanced as we are. Yeah. And at the same time, what holds us back so much all the time <laughs> is that we can argue, and if you're just good enough right. of, a, of, of a debater right. and just you have a skill at pattern seeking, you can make sense of anything you want mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, in your own mind and find the evidence for it. Yeah. And so if you are already convicted, as Sam was saying, if you're mm. already convinced this is reality, you're going to find a way to make that be true. For sure. The brain is desperate to find something that will make that be true. Yes. Yeah, really, there's, so a the, that, brain uh, there's a way that Ian Danskin put it in one of his alt-right playbook videos. I'm forgetting which one. Um, but he said that a conspiracy theory is kind of like a table where, like, you know, you have... The, the truth of it and then it's held up by these legs of evidence but if you start taking those legs away it's not really a table anymore it's not going to stand up but you can still look at it and say no 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 it has legs that's a table tables have legs that's how yeah. it works like you can just know that something is true even if you're wrong and it doesn't really matter if it's actually supported or not because that's what you think is true like yeah it's it's yeah. it all comes down to what you believe, and this is this is something that I have worked so hard, and it's it's basically impossible, but I try anyways. To anytime I'm I'm sure I'm right about something, I try to be like, okay, stop, stop, just stop. <laughs> Assume <laughs> you're wrong about it first, and then think about it in this different way, yeah. and really, really pretend really hard, as hard as you can pretend that you're wrong, and and try to approach this from a different perspective because it, it's just it's dangerous, but it's also just as natural as breathing mm. to assume yeah. that you're right. Right. And yep. the truth is that you are wrong way, way, way more often than you think you are. <laughs> That's <laughs> like a good, more. I thought you were going to say more than you are right. No. But way more than, than you, you think, think you are. You are. Yeah. That's true. Way That's more than sure. you think you are. That's for And sure. this is pretty universal, I feel like. Because if you're wrong more than you're right, then evolution would have taken care of that sure. a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> um, but you're right. Way more than you think you are. And that, this is part why, why um, people... You know, you've heard this like fake it till you make it, right? A lot of business people, they'll mm -hmm. get into, um, they'll get into it, and they'll just kind of get investments, and they're just they're just faking it the whole way. But at some point, things like work out, and they're able to like you know, and then they write a book like, "Here's how I did it," right? <laughs> and then Elizabeth Holmes tries to do the same thing, and then uh, she's getting sued for like a billion dollars um, because she faked it too much, and don't you know you you faked it too much? Um, so I'm not justifying what she did, by the way. She's she's uh, doesn't seem great, um, <laughs> but 
uh, it's funny that um, the idea of fake it till you make it is based on the idea that if other people see that you are sure of yourself, they will trust you yes. and they yeah. will follow you. Yes. And especially, like I mentioned, we're, we live in a democracy, right? And it's like, you've got to vote for somebody. And there's one guy who's like, well, I think this is probably the right thing to do. And then another guy who's like, I know exactly what to do. And it's this, who's going to get the vote. Yeah. It's the big brute. Who's like, I know what to do. Cause the other guy's waffling. He's unsure of himself, you know? And, yeah. and people want to follow a leader who's sure of themselves. Right. And then, yeah. you know, this goes through like sexual selection and all of that stuff. Like somebody who's sure of themselves uh, has an evolutionary advantage. Yeah. Now there's of course disadvantages too. And evolution just takes care of that. The people who are wrong, they're wrong and they died and they didn't reproduce. <laughs> But but then all of a sudden now we're humans who just have this uh, this like this um, idealization of the the person who is sure of themselves and that you can't make all that much money unless you become that person right mm. and so you gotta you gotta <laughs> fake it or something I was like I was that. just Anyways. thinking about this today because uh, you know while I'm working sometimes I'll be listening to like uh, sports talk shows and things oh, like yeah, that yeah. and dude those analysts are so the sure of analysts <laughs> have gotten to this point of granular just so granular about the, the just layers and layers and layers of, yeah. of analyses of hmm. all kinds of different things and it's like people actually use this in sports betting right it's like uh, used yes, as a true. way to like hedge your bets or like make the best decisions in sports betting but these people are wrong, like literally all the time. Uh -huh. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how unpredictable sports actually are. It's, yeah. I mean, you can make a, a, a wider general prediction. Okay, the Kansas City Chiefs games. are probably going to make the playoffs. Right, right. Right. Uh, now that being said, something freaking crazy could happen, like Aaron Rodgers. Achilles tear yeah, after four snaps where it's yeah, like the Jets crazy. were like a for sure playoff yeah, contender team this was, year now they're huge. not right like that's one part of it that but but generally you can say okay this roster is just better and so yeah. they'll be better but on any Over. given game any given week yeah you cannot really predict that team's gonna beat that team because there's <laughs> just too much to account for yeah. that even all these layers of analytics cannot yeah actually grasp right where you cannot be predictive in really any consistent way on what will happen this week but they love to do it they, they love do. to predict a score <laughs> they love to predict how many yards this player is going to get yeah, they love so to that's predict the crazazy. like all kinds <laughs> of stuff and they're all they're, yes. they're they're sure that they're right and they argue about remember when i was right i'm right all the time they try to build their like <laughs> yeah. whole um yeah their whole reputation oh on the gosh. fact that what they they know what they're talking about they're right <laughs> you're so but right but they're wrong more than they're right for sure for and those they just things forget yeah all that I and know they it. just talk about i was right about johnny manzel or whatever yes. and he was going to be a bust and this <laughs> So like, <laughs> and everyone anyway. else forgets what they were wrong about too, because yes. it's next time. Oh, I hope he picks my team this time. And yes, and yeah. so, anyways, that, that this I feel like plays a big part in what I took away from the game is like, there's just so many situations in life where you're convinced you're right about something. You're convinced it's mm -hmm. the right thing. You're convinced that the, that like this is the only choice. It's just so clear to you. And then it just, the whole thing flips and you're like, how could I have done that? How, how right. could I have been so stupid? Yes, and, it's, yeah, and, yeah. And, and it really all boils down to anytime you feel totally assured you're right, that's when you should really start questioning yourself. <laughs> okay, let's take a step back and let's, let's pretend that all of this evidence I have 
there's holes in that. Let me look for them. You know, yeah. I think that's a very important thing to do. I as feel like a science self inflection or yeah. reflection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on yeah. a grander scale, I feel like science is more or less like that yes, process. That is like, that is yeah. the process. Hey, we discovered a new theory, and then everyone's like, "This is the thing. This is the thing." And then a few decades later, it's like, "Well, actually, there's a little nuance to the theory, mm-hmm. and maybe yeah. we didn't know as much as we thought." Like, you always have to be open to re-questioning the things that we know of that were scientists one hundred percent. You know, believe this. It's like, well, okay. Um, that's with, um, at some point, if that becomes rigidified or rigid, rigidized, (laughs) rigidified, how would you say that? (laughs) If that becomes like too rigid and immobile, then all of a sudden, because the likelihood they've got it 100% right is probably, it was zero because everything we do is an approximation towards a step of, you know, like we get closer and closer, but we never actually get there. Yes. Um. I feel like it's kind of based on that same kind of idea, which yeah, is like, that's, that's, don't, don't, just don't be 100% too sure of yourself. Yeah. Now, there's a problem there, though, but I'll explain it. But, like, that's, that's <laughs> also kind of going along with what I'm saying, too. It's like, we're so certain that yeah. we understand how things work. And then there's, you start getting into, like, quantum physics or something. And it's like, well, if this, <laughs> if what I'm observing is true, then that makes our, our whole understanding of physics that doesn't work anymore. I know. Well, so the Einstein model is not wrong for the world. of reality yeah. fundamentally is flawed. Yes, 100%. Yeah. So we don't understand any of this. No, we don't. Well, it's so funny because it's like this is the materialist argument is that everything's matter. And then you say, well, what's matter? <laughs> we don't know what matter is. <laughs> we don't. It's the stuff that's the world, but we don't actually know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. So it's crazy. Anyways, just don't assume you're right. Assume <laughs> you're wrong more often than you're right. And you'll probably get a little bit closer to what's actually <laughs> true. Now, that being said, um, let's see. We, should we just get up to rigs or do we have some stuff in between that? Um, I mean, I've got a couple. I've just got a does, couple. Doesn't the notes. white phosphorus happen before rigs? Does that happen before rigs? I think you're right. It does. Before the water mm-hmm. thing with rigs, at least. Yeah. Oh, it happens yes. before okay, the water yeah. thing. So, That's yeah. totally so true. So up to the white phosphorus. And, and we can't skip white phosphorus. That's... No, no. It's like the biggest scene in the whole game. Yeah. Okay. But is there stuff in between that? There is. Um, I've got, uh, you're on the rooftop, right? So you like zip line over. There's all these zip lines all yes. over. And they all yep. go down, which is wonderful. Um, so there's all these the guys. Zip lines are kind of and, <laughs> and the repel, the repelling stuff, they're just all over the city. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I, I love it. I think it's great. Down, 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 down. Yeah, it doesn't make a ton of sense, but I, I don't mind it. Um, <laughs> there's these guys. We get on top of this building and we're looking down. And this is pretty early on after we start, you know, killing a bunch of Americans. And there's these two guys talking, just talking about good old times back home. Oh, I remember and, this. And yeah. uh, guys reminisc- reminiscing about the beauty of the world, even in the middle of a desert, and the peace that can be found in life wherever you are. And there's this yeah. guy who's like going to share his last stick of gum with him. And then uh, then we kill him both. And, him. <laughs> and that's the end of that. Uh, they were going to kill us, but we killed them first. Mm. And that's the way that it goes. But I thought that was that was uh, very interesting right there. Yeah. Um, very good to the theme. I love this evolution of like, because I, I am old enough to remember, I guess we all are, when games were developing to the point where, you know, having enemies like talk or whatever. Well, I, I guess less about that, more about just like AI, to the or... point where story mattered a little bit more. And so like, I remember, uh, I don't even remember which game it was, a, a stealth game, like a Splinter Cell game, maybe, but there was a hmm. review of it that I read in like Game Informer or something. That was all that mentioned a point where you can kill someone or non kill them, you know, non lethally take them out. Yeah, yeah. And then there's Choke like, them. you can look look at their emails, and one of them is like an email to their wife or something. And it was all like, it really just feels like these people are, are real and makes you think about killing them. But like, most games back then didn't really 
follow up on that, right? Like, it just kind of made it seem like these people were real people to some degree, but then never actually made you question, should I have done the whole murder thing then? So, like, it, I've... Because this moment, I feel like, is a moment that could have existed in a lot of other games, but this moment in this game feels a little more meaningful to me. feels more pointed, like it's actually part of the game's larger point instead of just something there to make me feel like I'm in a world with real people in it, and then yeah, I kill yeah. them for fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then this is where you fall off the building, mm-hmm. which is oh, crazy. You fall, that long fall, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really curious if there's a, a, and a, it, a flash to white before this fall. <laughs> yeah, before, well, it, yeah, the, wor- the wide world gets revealed because you're in a building and you step out of this passageway, and then everything's bright. Yeah, but when you fall and hit the rubble, um, it fades, it to, fades black. to black. I, yeah, I remember right. that because I remember being weirded out by it. Like, whoa, it faded to black. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. but that that fall was that was crazy. That's it's yeah, that was wild. Was like, <laughs> and it technically includes enough like starts and stops and stuff to make to it where not you could completely maybe... technically impossible for him to survive. But <laughs> yeah, it's also, but like, his arms would have gotten ripped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, even dead, even man. just being caught by the rope where it doesn't have any give. I mean, it would have like snapped oh. his spine. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> Games and movies and Gosh. stuff never. You know, every they time never there's like for that. a scene in a movie where there's a character falling and then like a dragon or giant bird or something just. Swoops like, under and catches them. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to That's have, like, like hitting the ground. Down for, yeah, like, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. even if you fall from that distance and hit water, you you yeah. you still oh, yeah. die, right? It's yeah, exactly. another truth that a lot of things just ignore entirely. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Or it's like, like Assassin's water. Creed, where it's like it's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh, a little haystack. Yeah. That's so good. Terminal velocity into like a tiny barrel of hay. Oh, that's beautiful. And then, of course, we see tons of dead bodies hanging from um, street lights and stuff yeah. like that. That descent um, really is, I feel like, the first descent into like a genuinely kind of hellish. Yes, yeah, totally. and then Not you come across the first into an unsettling one, but like it sucks down there. It's creepy it does. And, weird. and there's there's these these pits within like the buildings just full of dead bodies that are so. Mm. There's so many of them. There's just so many dead bodies. Yep, yep. And, of course, we just assume that, oh, they were executed, executed by the yeah, 33rd right. because right. they must have been fighting each other, which may or may not be true. But the point is it's they're, essentially they're, an assumption. Yeah. 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 It's total conjecture. Total yeah. conjecture. All and then time. which side won? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I think that it's one of those things worth calling attention to that like this game in some ways doesn't necessarily want you to suspend your disbelief, right? Like it, it's trying mm-hmm. to get you to think through that disbelief in a, in a lot of ways. So like the fact that that fall doesn't make a lot of sense, the, you know, just yeah. kind of hellish descent of it all. Like it, it really kind of feels intentional as a, as a way of kind of saying like, Hey, this isn't, this isn't necessarily what you think it is. Think about yes. it more than you normally would, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a bit, a bit fourth wall breaking in yep. some ways, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can we get up okay. to white phosphorus? Is that good, or do you got more? Um, I think so. I just got one or two things uh, here. First, uh, we got some an intel because you get you can grab these little items and you you can read these little uh, brief stories or audio yep. audio yeah. kind audio of files, tapes yeah. or something like that. Um, and this one's uh, about a guy with the thirty third who he's glad that he's a traitor because they're helping people. So uh, uh, I didn't get this one. 
they turned from their job to help these the people that were killing essentially. Um, yeah. But he's like, yeah, I know we didn't, we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. But like, you know, this is great. My kids back home go to sleep in a warm bed every night, but the kids here are in a lot of trouble. So I'm I'm glad that we're actually helping people now. Yeah, um, I think it's a little bit after the white phosphorus that we finally learn of the distinction between like the damned thirty third and the uh, exiles, and you know. Uh, that, yeah. Because, yeah, at, at this point, we don't entirely understand that. We're just getting things like that to imply that maybe there was some kind of falling out within the 33rd. Mm. But, yeah. Interesting, too, that they're called the damned 33rd, and they're, like, down in the pit of Dubai, mm. this ha -ha, place you've descended Good into, point. Right? That's very good. They're, they yeah. are kind of, in a literal sense, damned. They're stuck there. They can't leave. They can't Yeah, progress. they can't get they out. Can't, That's yeah. very interesting. Right. Yeah. That's very good, actually. Yeah. So then Adams and Lugo have like a fight, essentially. Yeah. Uh, because they have they don't see eye to eye. And this oh, is, right. This is, is after right the gold before. Scene. The gold yeah, scene. after yeah. the gold scene. This is right before the white phosphorus thing. Um, but they have this this huge fight um, where essentially they reconcile, but it's not like they actually fix their problems. No. It's like these yeah. are deep-seated problems that are going to continue because they are having trouble dealing with the fact that, you know, they're following our orders and we're um, yeah. going out and doing... And it's so interesting because... We are doing what we think is the right thing, so we, Walker, is not following order, direct orders to him. But then the guys with Walker are doing what they think is not the right thing, but they continue following our is, orders. Is this the point where they start pointing out that this is Walker's fault? They, they start to sort of blame him for um, the situation. I can't remember if it's in. this exact one. It's, but I it's feel something like, like that doesn't happen until after White Phosphorus, but I wouldn't okay, be surprised okay. if that sort of You're right. Here. You're right. Yeah. Because he says, no, that's not on my conscience. That's on your conscience. Uh, you're the one who killed those 50 people or whatever yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, that happens just after this. But there is a fight right before this as well. Yeah. I, I do enjoy that scene largely because like I've seen, I've played enough like military shooters or whatever to have seen a lot of scenes of like the tough guy posturing fight right like two people are disagreeing and they're just yeah, gonna yeah. be like manly men and like get yeah. mad at each other you know but this one it is almost that except that like they're not arguing over who's better or who's right or who fucked up or whatever sorry do we swear on here I no guess you're I cool know. you're totally okay. cool <laughs> um, they're they're arguing like it's rooted in their trauma they're talking about like what they're not going to be able to unsee what they're not going to be able to yes get over after this right. and that is yeah. like as far as military shooters go that's kind of off limits right you don't yeah. talk about weakness and trauma of these people yes, they're the point. cool big right. military guys who are going to save the day so like already here we're getting a, a bit of like Th this this indication that like this is actually serious it will affect them negatively and it is already affecting them yeah. negatively these are yeah. not invincible superhero shooter guys they are normal people who are making a lot of bad decisions <laughs> because they're not yeah. paying enough attention yeah right good, good point yeah. uh so we're up to white phosphorus now right yep yep yes yeah so essentially the setup for this is you come across just a huge I don't know what you'd call it, group regiment of 33rd Like a guys. courtyard just full of them. Just tons. Yep. And uh, right next to you happens to be this mortar with uh, white yeah. phosphorus, which we, we've we already had a setup for. So we already we saw, saw right, yeah. how, how this works. The 33rd there a, had used white phosphorus at one point. Right. And like right. we walked through the carnage and saw the suffering and stuff. Yeah. Saw, yeah. saw how they were burning. You bring this up in your video. Um, I thought this was actually just so... 
hilarious, but like in this sort of like unsettling, ironic way, yeah. um, how the game is pointing out. And, and there's even a term that you used in the video that was in in and of itself almost just like an unsettling thing. But how white phosphorus was deemed too um, too inhumane for too use inhumane in war. for yeah. use in war. And you just think about that <laughs> statement. That sentence is a weird is, sentence. It's like it's like hard to even reconcile. Like what? Too yep. inhumane for war? Like so, yeah, like uh, like you know that's already uh, the most inhumane thing there is. Almost I know war exactly, yep. but you know uh, war crimes do exist. Like yeah, you know, I don't yeah, think you're that right. using white phosphorus is generally one of them. I'm not certain, but like, I, I, but I don't but think it's like technically it, illegal. It or whatever, makes but. you think about. You know, it just makes you think about it on a different level. But yeah. then you go into the fact that Call of Duty used it as a promotion for yep. one of their perks in multiplayer. Yep. White Phosphorus. Well, after this game, too. Like, after yeah. the game came 2019, out. 2019, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that yeah, that crazy. is that is crazy. And and it, it's it's <laughs> it was almost a predictively critical game of something that it, I mean Call of Duty was already famous by this point and yeah, popular yeah, yeah. and it had taken over the whole yeah. gaming landscape yeah. but like That's what this game is the, the, the criticism work it, the criticism continued to work against it it didn't yeah. alter itself based on the criticism at all yeah. it sort it of leaned like, into it even yeah. after Call of Duty like waited seven years and then just was like hey you know that game from seven years ago about how <laughs> our games are kind of messed up they were right. <laughs> well, it's, it's almost like they're making fun right back at them. It's like, crazy. Yeah, that's how wild. the context yeah. between White Phosphorus in those yeah. two games is so utterly different. Well, it's it's to something about... to look forward to. It's used as a piece of marketing. Yeah, if yeah. you do well one, enough, you get to use this on your. Yeah, end. you're rewarded yep. by by killing. Being a good enough killer, <laughs> you're rewarded to kill in the cruelest way we can think yeah. of. And would, in this, it, you yeah. see the, the the way that people are burning as you're walking through when you first yeah. see it's used, and it's it's like horrific. It's horror esque. Well, right? the, the setup's even better than than even that because that's a really good setup to the white phosphorus. It's amazing. But there's an intel that you can get before that as well of a guy who was being tortured, right? And he was yeah. talking about how he acted under torture. Oh, I and, got that one. Yeah. Oh, yes. So and he was saying, yeah, they did everything they want, and I wouldn't talk until they started burning, burning me. me. Once yeah. I smelled the smell of my own burning flesh, I would have thrown my other, my own mother under, under the bus, bus to make it stop. Yes. Yeah. Then we see the white phosphorus so being right. used. You're then so right. we have to use it having yes. heard, because most people don't have experience with, you know, melting flesh and all that stuff. <laughs> um, most people don't know. So we're told that's horrific. I would kill my own mother to have it stop. And then the second one, once we literally get to see people's skin burning, then we decide to use it on other people. Yes. Way, way, way more powerful. Yes. Yeah. Because Huge. there's there's two points now in yeah. which we've been shown this is definitely not yes. something you should use against people. Yes. But we yeah. don't have a choice. They forced our hand. And what's interesting is was it Lugo or Adams? That Lugo says, is the one who's against it. We always have yeah. a choice. So, Lugo yeah. says we always yeah. have a choice. Yeah. Adams is trying to say we don't. Right. We, we have to. There's no way we're getting through here otherwise. And you can try to fight the 33rd conventionally here. You can actually try shooting them um, and just like 
like just get your gun out and just try to take them out right. and not use it. But what you it, will not survive that fight. It doesn't work? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't it's work. not going to happen. They had apparently considered, my understanding at least, is that they had considered giving you the option to try and go down into the courtyard and fight through it. Um, but honestly, like as much as... Th this is one of the most controversial parts because when this scene is over, it's terrible. Genuinely yeah. terrible. Like you have done something yes. horrifying and... A lot of people think that this is the point where the game starts guilt-tripping them, like, oh, you did this, even though the game has them do it, which I, th I think is a misunderstanding, but we'll get to that. The If they had offered an out here, it would it would ruin it all, right? Yeah. Like, if, yeah. if the point of the game is to... Is to uh, the meta point, at least, is to point out, like, the inattentiveness of the player to point out how we just go on assuming that we are correct and expect the game to reward us for it, then yeah. allowing us to do the moral thing in this situation would just give us an out from the entire point of the game, which in some games could work. In this one, it very much does not. It goes against what it's trying to do. But uh, my understanding is that they had... Uh, that just means that, like, either way, if they had let's, let us, like, go down and do the fight, it wouldn't have turned out very well because either everyone would spawn infinitely and there's no actual way to do it, they just made it seem like it, which feels kind of mm -hmm. like a cheap trick, or right. it is possible to do it, and we can just get through all of them, find the civilians at the end and be like, all right, we're good, and then the whole point of the game breaks. Yeah. This, yeah. this scene doesn't happen, it doesn't make its hard left turn into horror territory, like... You don't you see know. that big painting at the end. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, really so just yeah. has to, like, this is a thing that has to happen for the game to say what it's saying. Yeah, and and yeah. you you put it really well in your video, Sam, because this was exactly what I was thinking. The game, and, and it kind of goes into even the quote we read in the first episode. The game is not trying to make you feel bad. The developers are not trying to make you feel bad for what you did in this game by killing NPC characters. Mm -hmm. It is trying, it is inviting you to think about the way we engage with violence so nonchalantly in a way that feels like a dopamine hit and a reward. Mm -hmm. It's asking you to think about that a little bit. It's not yeah. saying this shouldn't exist. We shouldn't make Call of Duty anymore. This is immoral and wrong. It's saying why, it's posing a question to you. Why do we... <laughs> Use this as a reward. Why is this rewarding? It's a thought experiment, yeah. an invitation to a thought experiment. Yeah. yeah. And along those lines, if you are the type of player who came across this scenario and said, oh, gosh, I can't use that. Let me find any other way. The developers probably aren't talking to you. Fair. Because I would you're bet already that most gamers in 2012 didn't know what white phosphorus even was. So like, you know. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. The game at, at this point is not speaking to that player, that observant, deep thinking yeah. type of player. The whole the game was made for those who are going into this to relax after a hard day of work and just have a little bit of fun playing this military shooter they picked up who don't mm -hmm. think about this stuff deeply. It's yeah. inviting them to think about it. So if you're already that kind of person, you go, well, you didn't really give me a choice and I wouldn't have done that. Okay, <laughs> the game wasn't <laughs> made for the thinking person like you necessarily. Right. It's, it's inviting other people to become thinking players. Yeah. 
the way I, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the way I describe it in that video is that it's a game in a sense, arguing for its own, uh, obsolescence. No irrelevance, whatever it's, it, it's a, a game that is thought. attempting to say like that you need to be paying closer and you need to be more mindful about this. Yes. That if you're playing without thinking, then you're just letting this lead you and you know, there, there, there can be some issues with that, but it, like you, you can't help but really realize that if everyone thought about games as deeply as this game wants them to, this game wouldn't work. Yes. Right. Like right. It, it, it subverts a genre. Level. Yeah. 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 It, it depends on the player to what some extent, at least, not being suspicious of it, not thinking too hard about it beyond yeah. what it's telling them. So, and like the fact that it's like the seventh Spec Ops game or something like yeah, that, the ninth, <laughs> like the ninth, help, I think <laughs> the ninth yeah. that helps it's that's how helps it to do this, right? It's yeah. not like yeah. a brand new thing. It's just like no, all the other Spec Ops games did this, and now finally you're getting one that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it really wants people to approach games in a way that would not lead them to be drawn in by this one, which I just think is really interesting. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think it's going to continue to be interesting because, like, 10, 20 years from now, when you know, it's a little more common to study, like, like, you know, we'll be studying old games the same way we study old movies now and stuff like yeah, that. Sure. I think that Spec Ops is going to have a place in that conversation, but it's also going to require so. more historical context. At least I hope. It's entirely possible yeah, 20 yeah, years maybe. from now we're going to be uncritically playing the same Twitch shooters Call we are of Duty now. 20, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, maybe there will be no good progress. But I would like to think that by that point, people might play this and have to put it in that context of, like, yeah. military shooters were big at the time. People weren't really trained to think deeply about the games that they were playing, and that is what this is about. And then they'll be able to understand it. And without that context, maybe it wouldn't work as well. That's yeah, kind of like my hope, and I think the games too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have um, a thought on this, at least as far as the uh, games as literature um, idea goes, because <laughs> at the very end of your video, you talk, uh, you touch on a little bit briefly how a video game is probably the best genre to explore this type of story because you're actually doing it. You're right. you're making the choice. You bombed the thing, right? But yeah. then at the same time, people would say, no, but I didn't have a choice. You should have given me a choice. I don't feel like I, I'm not, you're not guilt tripping me into this one, right? <laughs> um, but then let's think about like a, a book, like like Heart of Darkness or um, maybe a movie or something where you don't have an agency in, in the course of events. And yeah. you're allowed to explore these themes in a book because a book will be all about these things that make you think, and oh man, what if, oh that's crazy. But all of a sudden in a game, you're more resistant to it because you're, you, oh I didn't have a choice though, I didn't want to yeah. do that, right? Yeah. So so it, 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 there's kind of two sides to this, right? And one, games is the perfect way to explore this because you are more, you actually push the button that kills the people. Like there, there's a way that it's more interactive and that you almost can feel a deeper connection to the character and, and there's a way that in which you participated in this even though it's just a story. But then the flip side of it is that people then have that easy out of like, well, it's not fair that they did that, even though they would never have said that to Apocalypse Now or to any movie or game. They'd never be right. like, oh, that's not fair. I wouldn't have done that. Like, no, that's not what yeah. you do. That's not what movies are. I feel like um, 
it, it, I don't know, maybe this is inherent to the, to the medium. Um, but it would be awesome if we could come to a point where people stopped saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where people accepted the positive aspects of video game medium in terms of literature uh, instead of, um, turning it on itself and, and yeah. kind of using it against itself when it does try to make these broader points about how evil humans are. Yeah. It, it, unfortunately, I think we're still very much in that place. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two was the latest big example. I, I have problems with The Last of Us Part Two. It's not a perfect game or anything, but like so many people were like, "It's trying to make me feel bad about what I'm doing," yes. and I'm like, yeah, yeah. "You aren't making those decisions. You feel bad, just like Spec Ops. You feel bad because you just did a thing, and the result of it was really bad. Sure, it'll make you feel right. bad because art makes you feel things." But, but that at no point is The to... Last of Us Part Two saying it is your fault that that dog is dead. It's saying like <laughs> this. It, it is criticizing Ellie, not you. The fact yes. that you are the one controlling, controlling Ellie, Ellie. Yeah, is yeah. part of what is supposed to make it particularly hit home. Part of what's supposed to make you identify with right. what's happening. But it and is in not some ways it does. Bad for playing it. It is yeah. criticizing her and trying its best to put you in her mindset. So I want that but side of, of it <laughs> without the uh, that side of it. Well, <laughs> I want here's, the one side without the other, but I think they go hand in hand. If you I, give I, people I really a choice. They do. I really yeah. think they do. And, and this is the way I, I, I've been thinking about it because you know, people, I think, approach this topic and, or who are critical of it mm. in a similar way to um, I'm going to pull one out of the hat here as <laughs> as an analogy, but it might not be the best one. But say when someone is uh, resistant to the term like white guilt or something like that. Oh, like, right. oh yeah. There, there is this resistance like no, like that's not right because well, and so you're trying to make me feel bad. Right. right. Whereas I think, and of course there are going to be examples where there are people out there just trying to de dehumanize or uh, what's the better term to try to demonize their political mm. opponents to oh, try to course. make for, them, for to humiliate them yeah. uh, publicly and use a term like that, you know, it, 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 right. for those ends. I condemn that wholesale. That's not what I'm talking about. I think the term is used in a lot of instances to invite, like we're saying, someone to think about this situation in yeah. a different way, to challenge what right. you think you are correct about, which is kind of the whole thread of what I've been getting at this episode. You are often convinced about certain things and worldviews that you have. And I'm talking about people on every spectrum of of politics and religion and everything. You're not right about everything. You're just not. <laughs> so you, you, everybody has to do this. Mm -hmm. And when, when a term like that is used, it's a better practice, I think, instead of to get all resistant and defensive about it, and that's stupid, that's not fair, blah, 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 to just actually use it as an invitation to explore <laughs> what we're talking about. And, and yeah. okay, does this conflict with some of my held worldviews and why? And let me try to poke some holes in those and pretend I'm wrong for a minute and engage with that and grapple with yeah. that. And you're going to find you're not wrong about everything, but you're wrong about more things than you think than you are. Than you think you are. And you need to make some adjustments and everybody needs to do that. But we are determined in our tribal <laughs> brains to be on the winning side and to make sure no matter what, that 
our side is the one that comes out on top instead of being interested in what the truth actually is. And the, 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 what's happening in this scene is the, the game developer is not saying, oh, you were a bad person because you used white phosphorus on these innocent civilians. They are basically using this as a metaphor, which is what stories are meant to do <laughs> to show you you're not right all the time and you need to really be careful. And we're inviting you to think about that on a deeper level. Right. <laughs> we're not trying to make you feel bad because we forced you into this decision. Th that's irrelevant. The decision yeah. is used in the story as an analog to our real lives to yes. demonstrate that we are not right all the time, even when we think we are. And we've got to be careful about that. And we need to, be, we need to, it, we need to take the invitation, the olive branch being extended to think about that in a more personal self-reflective way. That's what's important to take from this, and not to feel bad. <laughs> I think that's a lot. But of in a why... movie or book, people just accept that easier than in a game. I, I think life. you're right. Even though a game is a better suited medium and, for this. And that's this. why we're here <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> to try go. to invite people to think about games in the same way we think about literature. And yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think that that is a lot of why this scene affected as many people as it did the way that it did even the ones who felt like they were being manipulative who manipulated who didn't like it who were critical of the game because this is the point where your justifications break down like the rest of the game up to this point there's a lot of uncomfortable stuff for sure but you can still twist things around in your head just enough to be like no we're still the good guys we're still going we're doing what we got to do this is the point where you can't say that anymore there is yes. no yeah, way to twist no right. so like at this point yeah. it, you know that's why it's the main turning point for the game it's also why it's one of the most you know oh well no i'd say easily the most uh controversial part of it because uh, of you course. can't convince yourself that you are playing the good guy in this story anymore at this point. not anymore it, it breaks yeah. that this is where and you realize people, that the the possibility of being a hero is not existent yeah yeah like, and you are not going to be a hero it's it's soon after yeah. this i think that uh isn't Adams that says, because uh, Conrad tries to now shift, the, he tries to shift the goalposts here. Yeah. It's like, it's no longer about doing the right thing. It, now it's about Conrad has to pay for this. Yeah. He yeah, forces yeah. us to yep. do this now. He has well, he has to pay for the fact that this on, happened. And That's, later on, uh, he on. says something about how Conrad <laughs> deserves to die. But yes, then yes. Adams says, well, then what do we deserve? And he And he admits, well, I think you know the answer to that question. We yep. deserve. They, he knows they deserve also to die to at die. this point. Yeah, yeah. But but Conrad deserves to die. So we need to make sure that that happens, right? Mm -hmm. And how? Okay, okay. But first of all, saying it's not my fault. Conrad is the one who made us do this. That is what the the video game players are saying about the developers. Exactly. They're like, I yes. didn't. I didn't try to kill those guys. It's the yes. they made me do it. Yes. They yep. made me do it. Get first off. You could turn off the game. Yep, you don't have to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, they really, I mean, you couldn't really tell what they were at the time. It's not like, you know, but um, it, when you hear somebody shifting the blame, it just sounds just like the criticism of the game itself. Yes. And it's like, you're doing the same thing Walker did. You're yes. doing the same thing. Now I get it. Job. You didn't actually like kill a bunch of people, but in the best way that a story can do it, you are similar yeah. to yeah. Walker in, 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 you know, in, in as, as close a way as the story can pull it off well, yeah and it really does come down to that inattentiveness also like if you were thinking i don't want to do this that's one thing but like this yeah. is basically just a turret segment 
Like, yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah, the totally. visual presentation of it is very intentionally calling back to the level Death of Above from yes, Above from, from Call, Call of Duty, Duty Four, it's which totally the same. itself is attempting to kind of call that's attention right. to the, the disconnect from the value of life that's happening when you're thousands of feet in the air, just kind right. of blowing up little targets. Like, yep. if you're coming into this just not thinking too hard about it, you're gonna look all right. Yeah, time to use the mortar. It's the mortar segment, and then you get in there, and you're like, "All right, yeah, I yeah. know how this works. Boom, boom, yeah, I got all the guys, you know." Well, and what's like, crazy is that I got, I had this for a while because I played Call of Duty a lot back in like mm-hmm. 09, 2010. Mm-hmm. and it was it was it was fun times. The double XP weekend was always like, <laughs> was always always a blast. Um, but I started to develop this like thinking habit of like. When you throw a grenade, you want to kill as many people as possible, right? Yeah. And so whenever you see a bunch of people clumped together, it's like, man, if I if I placed a grenade right there, yeah. I'd get like seven KO, seven kills, oh, right? I and know that now it started to come into real life a little bit, and I, I whenever I see a group of people, I'm just like, you know, <laughs> have a little silent silent moment, like right there, that's where I put the grenade. Okay, keep walking, keep walking. Okay, but um, also. When you get into that mindset playing Call of Duty and then you play a game like this, you're going around and as you're shooting at stuff, it's like you don't want to just hit one white phosphorus for just one dude. You're, you're trying to group your shots to get as many, a uh, maximal yep. impact, right? As many as possible. And then you come over, it's just, it's almost too good to resist. A you come over that people, field yeah. of like 40 people and you're mm-hmm. just like, this is it. Oh you're man, totally they're right, right there. Dude. I've got you. You're Boom, totally right. plus 40 yep. ca- kills, you know? Yep. And you're, you're just programmed to like have almost a reward system for clumps of people together and being able to take them all out in one hit, yes. right? Yep. I read this story to my kids. What is it? Um, uh, the Brave Taylor, where he kills seven flies in one blow. Oh, it's called yeah. seven, oh, right. at, seven at One Blow, and he thinks he's just the greatest after that because he killed seven <laughs> flies. My son is doing it. Like, I read it to my son. He goes around. He's trying to kill a bunch of wasps now. And I'm like, dude, please don't. He's been stung multiple times. He doesn't say that's way more dangerous. He doesn't Wait, care. So he's not afraid of he's the, not the afraid. He, doesn't, he, doesn't he has been stung wow. multiple times, and he is ruthless. He sees wasps, and he gets rocks. That's and crazy. He killed at least seven in that's one amazing. hit once because he, he found their nest. Gosh. <laughs> and he got a rock and he hit their nest and there were at ah. least seven dead wasps. And I was like, dude, first of all, don't ever do that again. But second of all, you're, 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 you seven to one blow, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> so oh, anywho, it's, I, I didn't know whether to congratulate him or not. He has been stung. He knows what it feels like. I just hope he doesn't get <laughs> other people stung at this point. Uh, but he's got, he, we don't play video games really in my family. And he already has that kind of, probably Mindset. based on the stories I'm reading him. Yeah. But he's like, ooh, if I did this, I could get as many in one hit as possible. Like there's <laughs> something about that. There's something in our mind, I feel like. There's something that's there. crazy. Yeah, that's wild. But yeah, so you almost get this like dopamine release when you when you yeah. drop that bomb. Yeah, that on um, that huge group yeah. at the very end where you just like take them all out in one. Yes. Yeah. You, you almost can see like the points. Plus one hundred. Plus one hundred. Plus one hundred. Flying off of all the heads. Yes. You know. See, that's the thing. I think that this scene is very much supposed to be the apex and the end of the time that someone who goes into this blind who doesn't already know what the game is doing can approach it normally. Yes. You yeah. could theoretically get all the way through this still thinking that this is on some level a normal shooter game, but now you can't. Like, it, it, it gives yeah. you that big dopamine hit and then hits you with what actually happened. And that's just a lot for some people, especially people who feel... We have so much of an emphasis on player agency 
that like I shouldn't necessarily be surprised yeah. that when the game criticizes something that was done in it that people react as though it was a decision they made that is being criticized but like they're right they didn't choose to do it the game isn't trying to say that they did but it is supposed to hit you hard it's supposed to come out of nowhere and just you know smack you upside the head i would say this is the biggest moment of the game in terms of this theme like really coming through heavy yeah, but this that, and the end, I would say, are kind but of the that, too big. But that yeah. painting, though, that painting at the uh-huh. very end, because when you That's see true. them, you That's just true. see the charred bodies. Yep. And it's like, the this is horrific. The, the yeah. mother and the girl. And yeah. it's not until you go up to the painting that you see what they might have looked like before they were burned with or fire. Or like right in the act of it, because uh, they're yes, like on yes. fire yeah. in the painting. But right. you see them where, where you see their eyes, you yeah, see their head, right. you see the you yeah. see the girl, you see the mother. Um, it's different when you're just seeing the dead bodies because it's like it's easier to separate them from a real person, I guess. There's yeah. like a little separation yeah. there, even though you still feel horrible. Um, right. Then this one, you get to see them with, you know, with their skin and hair on. And that <laughs> just kind of harkens all the way back where it's like, oh, that's what, that's, that's what, what happened. I did. Like what a huge loss, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, do you have notes before getting to Riggs? I think we should get to Riggs and finish that scene and then okay. we might have to wrap up there, but... Um, um, just the guy says we we were helping the guy whose face is oh, all yeah. burned He's like, off. Why? Why? Yeah. Why did you do this? Why? Why did you do this? We were we helping. We were helping. Yeah. And then yep. he dies. That was really good. Um, and so Conrad is. Uh, ev- we're convinced that Conrad is the real bad guy, not the radio guy. We're like, oh, the radio dude's just a front man. You know, uh, Conrad's the real bad guy. Um, and then yeah. Good oh, to, and to then real. he also says. We thought we knew him. Right, that's my note here. We thought we knew him, Conrad, because mm. um, he thought that because because a guy saved him once in Kabul, that he knows everything about the guy. Yep. Right, and it's like it's almost like a celebrity starstruck thing. Like, right, like we've gotten to meet a few celebrities and really only met him a couple times, maybe you no. know, d- d- for specific people, you know. Right, and it's like. You know, you want to think that they're good people because of that one interaction and everyone knows who they are and you've got stories yeah. and, oh, let me tell you about that time that mm-hmm. I met, you know, so-and-so and, oh, it was crazy because of this and that and, oh, but he's 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 a good guy. You know, you just want to believe that, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it's just amazing how far Walker's willing to go for that belief that Conrad's a good guy just based on his one interaction with him yeah. in mm-hmm. Kabul where Conrad basically just did what what you do just, in war. Yeah. You you. You try to save, you know, the person who gets hit. You pull him back behind lines, and it's a, it's almost like a routine thing. Yeah. But it's like, no, he saved me though, so he's a really good guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I um, just realized this is a minor sidetrack. I'm sorry, it won't take long. I just go realized because I was the the we were helping reminded me of something, yeah. and I looked up the date, and it turns out there was another game that turns around whether you thought you were the hero or not that came out before this two years before this was near yes we've got a whole podcast, podcast on on both okay, yeah. games actually Perfect. but yes yeah. Yeah. same same uh, idea though where it just the shades, it made me think of like when yeah. you can when it gives you the subtitles on the second playthrough and you're saying, oh, yeah, geez, saying uh, it, it's like yeah, so oh, oh no <laughs> that's so, that was so hard yeah totally true yeah um so let's get through the rig scenario here. Okay, so that's you, at, you yeah. get up to him. I, I think there's a big firefight you have right outside, like the building where he's kind of holed up. Uh, and then you get inside and he kind of, he, he tells you about his plan. Like we're going to go to the, like the, um, the former uh, aquarium or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they've got water stored there 
in these trucks and we're going to steal those trucks and that will basically that's like the that's the beating heart i think he calls it of dubai right the right. water we're in the, the desert water. Yeah. without water there's no life so and he's presenting we're gonna... it as like you know this is that they're it's fueling the insurgency this is the water that like they're yes. using to wreak havoc or whatever which again yeah. the real world political commentary is coming on strong here right like hey go take care of that because it's where the bad things are happening and it's just you know you're mostly just hurting normal people trying to live their lives. Yeah, for sure. Right, yes, totally. So the idea is, okay, the way that we hit the 33rd really is to steal this water. Then we're in control of the water, and right. then we control the city. So they decide to go along with it. Like, <laughs> I think there's briefly some discussion about whether or not they should trust this guy. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And I think... Um, Very brief. I think... Uh, What's the main character's name again? Uh, Walker. Walker. Walker, thank you. Walker's just kind of, again, just like, hey, these are the guys not shooting at us right now, so yeah, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. There just, again, <laughs> this acting on yeah. absolutely no level of analysis or thinking at any, yeah. any <laughs> and at all. Was Biggs CIA? Was he CIA? Uh, Riggs, yes. Riggs, that's yeah. what yeah, I mean. Riggs, Ooh, Biggs, he oh, was like fun. the, he's like the, I don't know what you'd call it. Gold, Gold and Riggs were like the two agents that were assigned yeah. okay. to take. Because Riggs is like this whole thing is how we find out why the so CIA was actually there. So every yeah. time we meet a CIA guy, we're like, "Hey, <laughs> we're on your side." <laughs> and then it turns oh, out you're, you've got you want to you know starve or uh, dehydrate the whole city. Yeah, we're with you, you man. That it's of course, also deconstructing the like. American exceptionalism and patriotism that you find in like Call of Duty games and sure, stuff, you yeah. know, like yeah, that's, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you go through with this plan. You sneak into this place. We'll have firefights in the place. Get the trucks. You're like running away with the trucks. But his 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 intention was never to escape with the trucks and like yeah. hold them somewhere else and then use it as some kind of bargaining chip to now. Uh, you know, start talking with the other side. Right. The the yeah. entire point was to destroy them. Yeah, so that everyone will die. So right, that everyone in the city will die of thirst. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and so like you, you, the the they crash and and you you get up and you have a gun with one bullet in it, and it's giving you a choice That's after right. he explains his horrible, cruel, yes. awful plans with this. Yep. And and the whole point is just to erase the fact that the U.S. military exasperated and made the situation worse. Yeah. Their involvement, it needs to be erased. And all these people are going to suffer and die in one of the most horrendous ways you could think of. And that's what I helped you do just now because I made an assumption about you. And so you can now choose because he's trapped underneath the truck, which is burning, and the fire is, like, getting closer. Please, you know, just end my life and mm. don't let me burn to death. Yes. Um, yeah. So you can choose to walk away or watch him burn, I guess, or to shoot him in the head. Or it can go like it did with me where you got the, 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 the <laughs> radical point on his head and then he jerks his head randomly oh, no. in his NPC <laughs> movement animation. And I oh, missed no. with the one bullet I had. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to watch oh, him no. burn to death. <laughs> 
Wow, that's crazy, dude. This is another one of those choices that, like, it doesn't change anything, but it says something about you. In your case, I guess you have bad aim. But, like, uh, you know, are are you willing to mercy kill this guy because burning to death is horrific and, like, you wouldn't wish that on anyone? Or do you think he deserves that? Or, like, do you want to be extra, extra vindictive and, like, shoot the bullet next to his head, but still let him (laughs) burn? Oh, dude. Yeah. But like this well, like, goes all the back what you were saying. Accident, yeah, <laughs> on purpose. But like you read about the burning of the flesh would make me want to kill my own mother. Right. And then you yes. see the white phosphorus. And you use the white here. phosphorus. And then you this guy, you could choose to let him burn. That's crazy. That's yep. like a fourth yeah. instance in which like Yeah, yeah. This it's is the worth, worst death. Yeah, it's Jeez. also worth noting that at this point, Walker is getting crueler. Too. Yes, he his definitely. dialogue yeah, oh, yeah. is getting more aggressive. The execution yeah. moves are going from you know a simple like oh I'm gonna step on his neck to like screaming and yelling and beating people in the face to death yeah, and stuff. Like yeah, he's getting yeah. increasingly in- unstable and violent by this point. So you yeah. could say that letting Riggs burn and just watching him is pretty good in character. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> yes, know. it would be. It totally yeah. would be. And this is actually something I noticed about myself, and I think this is probably where we'll have to wrap up for today. We'll get into the ending next time. But I, I started to notice this about just the way I was approaching, okay, it, it was almost sunk cost fallacy, but it, it almost crept up unintentionally in me. Yeah. So like the white phosphorus scene happened and it was just like, well. No going back there, now. There's, well, there's not only not, go, not going back, it's also like it can't get worse. Uh, like no matter no. what what other atrocity I commit after this, it's I've already reached a saturation level of like damnation to where like the, there's there's nothing you can add to make what I've done here any worse. If, so like fair, even yeah, yeah. if I do open fire in this group of civilians that lynched my friend, like mm. whatever, I freaking watched this guy burn to death. I burned all these people with white fire. Murdered all these people. There, there was almost an apathy that began to take over in my mind that I didn't realize was happening. Hmm. To where I, I, it was almost a desensitization. Desensitization is that yeah, the word? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> where it was just like, well, like I literally can't become a worse human being at this point. <laughs> Even, even I can't think of one thing I could do that would make me be worse than I am. It would just be yeah. additional evidence that I'm the worst person ever. <laughs> but like, right, <laughs> you're already spending twelve lifetimes in prison, right? Like, it just doesn't in, matter in the, in the worst circle of hell. Like, there's yes, no exactly. escaping that at this point. You so know what's like, funny though? That's why the CIA is so appealing, though, because it's like, look, the CIA. Who knows? My best bet at this point is that the CIA is right, and if we just wipe this whole thing off, it'll actually be better for the whole world, yeah. right? Because that's my only choice, right? I'm already so, so screwed. My only hope for redemption yeah. is that the CIA is right, yeah. and that then then I'm good, right? Um, because there's a way you can think about it where it's like, okay, I can, because I, I do these, I do thought experiments often, and it's, okay, what if the CIA is right? Right? Like, is there a way that destroying this whole city and pretending America was never involved at all is actually a net benefit for the whole world? Because people still trust America. America can still do good somewhere else. And America is able to, now, this way that we don't enter some other war because people are like, oh no, you killed these people and now we're in another war. Um, that there's a, there, it's a, there's a possible way that the CIA is like, hey, Burying this is actually better for the most people in the world, like a, a whole level up, 
oh, right, yeah, uh, of thinking beyond just like the city, right? For the whole world, the best thing is that America is still seen as the good guys. This and is then, um, right. This is the same as the that little underground organization in Final Fantasy 16 that wanted to hide from the world the truth about <laughs> the bearers in the war against yes, people. Yes, yes. It's better. But is that there a way that that could be that right? This happened. <laughs> is there a way that that could be the correct thing to do, though? That's I want to say though. no, but that would I know be me you want being to say no. certain that but I'm right about exactly, something. Exactly, but, but entertain <laughs> the thought for just a few moments, and then there are times where it's like, is is should everything that the CIA has ever done be revealed? Yes or no? I, I, I don't have enough Given information enough to make a, an informed decision on this. <laughs> you, it, there, there is, a, there is a, a sense that I think most Americans would have is that we don't want to know everything our government is doing to keep us safe. And not just that it's, oh, no, it would be too scary. It's that there are certain things that should be kept secret because it would... It would. But is that is that just us refusing to face our own shadow? No. Yeah. Um, the, well, so the if you think of it, I'm talking about something cool. else. So like, what? <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. Uh, well, just a lot of it historically the CIA has done is not good. You're right. right. So so you how know? about this? Here, here's an example. Here's an example. Um, the JFK files, right? They sure. were supposed to be released again like a couple months ago, and they got postponed again, even though it's been like 20 years ago. This was These were all supposed to be made public. They haven't been, okay, maybe just a few years ago, uh, because the CIA says, no, this is a matter of national security. These cannot be public. Now, can you imagine? Now, I don't know what's in those files. Nobody, People think they know, but nobody knows what's in those files. But can you imagine a world where that is true? That in order for um, oh, to, to the avoid to some be a sort better of place, worse catastrophe, yes, that, that these have to be hidden. The files have to never be released. Is it okay? So the question is not whether or not the CIA is right in doing it, but is it possible in any circumstance that it could be right to hide this? Just a thought experiment. Which Just a thought is, experiment. This is that's the thing. a thought See, experiment is, that the CIA engages in daily. By the way, yeah. right. But that's the thing is that we're looking for possibilities and that is what we're doing when we're trying to justify something. Not is this correct, but is it technically possible that it could be? <laughs> yes. Because if so, if it's that's what I'm saying, possible, you I get it, you get okay. it. And that's yes. the thing. And like, to somebody who's killed a hundred innocent people, that's that little small possibility becomes very appealing. Well, yes. yeah. That the CIA is essential. actually the yeah. good guys. Yeah. And it's also what we are forced to do. And this is, I think the brilliance of the game, sorry, I know we need to stop it. This is a pretty good. Oh, shoot. This is the brilliance of the game is that the game isn't doing that justification for us. And by this point, if we still want to try and like, we need to take up that burden ourselves. We need to make up the justifications, think through any reasons why we might still be the good guys, because it stopped doing that. It's not being the minister of propaganda anymore. It has stopped completely. And we need to take that up or let it fall away and accept that that's not how this one's going. <laughs> right. And it's it it's great. I love it. It's amazing. And there I think go. that's a good note to leave off on. So we will have one more episode. Um that <laughs> we will be, we talk about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good. One more episode. We'll cover uh, the ending and we'll then cover maybe the ending and then maybe get to some comments questions. and people that uh, have responded to us in the in the videos. So Appreciate you guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again next time. Peace out.